Professor Bryn Brown's research shows that vulnerability fosters good emotional and mental health. It is a sign of courage. We become more resilient and brave when we embrace who we truly are and what we are feeling. The Vulnerable Scientist Podcast is a space for scientists to tell their honest and authentic stories. I am your host, Saranya Kerry, who happens to be a scientist, informal science communicator, and I help scientists create personal websites. If you want to support this show, go to www.patreon.com slash the vulnerable scientist. You can also follow this podcast on all social media platforms at TV Scientist Pod. Welcome to part three of Dr. Bill Ratemo's story. And he continues telling us more about his journey and also about other things that I included in the podcast, such as hobbies that I thought it's important for us to know about scientists. You, first of all, just to note that you wanted to do computer science, then maths made you move from computer science to a biology related course so it was just like something you had planned before right you hadn't thought about it biotech i hadn't thought about it but uh, for me math was uh, a bit of a challenge even from high school Hmm. but uh, okay not 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 really a challenge but uh, i didn't want to struggle so hard you know doing so much math I think computer science has some math-related courses, eh? so I didn't like them, especially that first year. So I was like, okay, let me do a biology course. I think I'm more comfortable. Anyway, I've always loved biology, even from high school. I scored quite well. I remember, I think mm. I had a, I think I had a B plus or A minus in biology. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I've always loved it. I've always okay. loved biology more than chemistry and, you know, physics and maths. All right, so uh, then you moved yeah. to your master's and combined the two, computer science and biotech. No, I combined, uh, it, it was bioinformatics, eh? Yes, so it's a combination of the two, kind of. Yes, yes. So I think as time went by, mm. I started to love computers. Mm. Yeah, it's while doing my, 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 towards the end of my undergraduate degree, I started to love computers. Then I said, okay. I think I can't, uh, I wanted to be diverse, eh? Mm. And I also wanted to be, you know, uh, in fashion, a course which is, you know, relatively new, doesn't have so many people who qualified mm. in the same, uh, in that course. So I thought mm. bioinformatics was, you know, the in thing. And then I decided, okay, I'm enrolling for this course. So, yeah, I enrolled and I enjoyed every bit of it. What are the highs and lows that you experienced when at your time in uh, India? Um, I would say the first thing, uh, okay, being African, eh, going out mm-hmm. there, mm-hmm. and you know, being Kenyan, never been abroad before, never been even to Uganda. I was, you know, purely Kenyan. Mm-hmm. I think the first thing I experienced in India was culture shock. Mm-hmm. Culture shock, I would say, is, you know, <laughs> yeah, I think that's what the, the most difficult time I had. Mm. Uh, so culture shock was the most difficult thing I had, adjusting from my ways of life mm. to the Indian ways of life. Mm. Yeah, it took me some time, it took me some time, you know, adjusting people, 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 you know, people see you as, 
people see you as uh, as different. Eh? Mm. When you even when you are in the when you are in the city, you know you stand out. Mm. Everyone is like, ah, come on, you're also here, ah, India. <laughs> mm. Like you know, you attract attention. Mm. Okay, that one made me uncomfortable. But with okay. time, mm. I guess I grew. I developed a thick skin. How different was it from yeah. uh, with China? I I think in China, you know, the issue of culture shock. You know, I, you know, when I was going to India, I didn't expect because I was I was new. I didn't know. Mm, mm. So when I went to China, you know, I already now had experience being African abroad. There's some mm. things you expect. Eh? So okay. I had already developed a thick skin, and you know, there's so many things I was. I, they didn't really affect me so much. Mm. I had already developed a thick skin. I'm, I know, like, so long as I'm doing my thing, if you, mm. you know, if you're staring at me, that's not my business. So, yeah, I'm doing my thing and, you know, um, uh, I'll always do my, concentrate on me or maybe my friends only, but other people, not my business. How is it like knowing that you've done a course that is in fashion, as you said, the bioinformatics, or doing a PhD, um, in an outside country, in a developed country, and coming to back to Kenya and struggling to get a placement, how is that like? It's, uh, I would say it's uh, it, it's disappointing, eh? But mm. uh, what I would say is uh, to encourage everyone out there eh? mm-hmm. to be very open minded, to be very to be very open minded. You know, uh, w- w- what motivates me is the belief that. Uh, Every journey starts mm. with a single step. Mm. So you can go out there, you know, you can even become a professor, you can become the most qualified person out there. But mm. you know, once you come here in Kenya, mm. nobody knows you. Yeah. You have to make yourself known. Mm. And making yourself known means it takes you being humble, mm. going to talk to people. Because, you know, people get shocked that there are people with master's degrees out there PhDs who are not employed, they're like, why don't you have a job? Mm. People get shocked. So many, actually, so many people get shocked. They're like, I have a diploma. Mm. I got employed long ago. How come you're struggling? <laughs> but then again, you know, you tell them, okay, yeah, yeah, this is my situation now, but I'm looking for a job, you know, like this, and I think I'm competent. These are my skills. Can mm. I get a place to showcase mm. my skills? Yeah, mm. some people will listen. Mm-hmm. Some people don't get to welcome you, but you develop a thick skin, as I said. Like okay. nobody knows you. Mm-hmm. You know your story. You need to tell yeah. your story. You need to tell your story. And you need to tell your story more often. People need to know you are somewhere. You need to talk to people. Yeah, I think that's what okay. I would uh, encourage people to do. Mm, thanks for sharing that. Uh, it's, uh, it's good for someone who's kind of in the same situation or might experience the same situation. Just know that that it's important uh-huh. to know that you can just come and uh, sometimes it's not like that. Like you'll come and opportunities are coming for you. Sometimes it's tough and it's good to uh-huh. do. Yeah, true. To be aware of that. Um, uh-huh. What are the hobbies that you do, or what are the th- those things that you do that have nothing to do with work? Ah, uh, for me, I think I love uh, I love driving. Mm-hmm. I I also love uh, playing football. Mm-hmm. 
and I, I, I love jogging. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah, I love jogging, playing football. I also love watching movies when I mm. have time. Yeah, I think that's what which, I do most of the time. Which movies? Um, which genre? Which genre can I say? Uh, I'm told there the, are the different genres. Eh? Mm. Can I say <laughs> violent genre? <laughs> violent. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know the genre. Yeah, I think I love guns. People with guns. You know, <laughs> I don't know. Which genre is that? Uh, action, is that? I think. Okay, action. Yeah, yeah. Action. I think I love action movies. Action movies, yeah. Action movies. Is there anything I that you like? Movies. So, is there anything? <laughs> is there anything that you'd like to put out there? Um, uh-huh. That I haven't asked. Um, I think you pretty much asked everything. Eh? Hmm. Um, okay, what I can say, what I can add maybe is, uh, what can I add? I, I would uh, strongly encourage everyone out there to be resilient. Hmm. Be resilient at all times, at all hmm. times. I think resilience in, in the end pays hmm. uh, and never give up on yourself. That's what I can say. That's what I can say. Yeah, to everyone out there. Be resilient and, you know, who knows? You'll be the most successful person we have in this country. It doesn't matter your background. Mm. It doesn't matter your background. You can really be anything, so long as you're resilient. I think that's what, uh, that's what I can add. How do you feel after having this conversation? Um, I think I feel, I feel good. <laughs> Mm. Uh, honestly, nobody has ever asked me to be on a podcast the way mm-hmm. you did. Mm. Um, I've never really told my story. Mm-hmm. So this is the first time I'm telling my story to anyone. Nobody has ever asked me to tell my story. Mm. So it really feels good to be, you know, be asked about my story. And I've tried to put it up uh, on a, such a short notice. Like okay. uh, the way this podcast is vulnerable scientist, yes, mm. yeah, yeah. Mm. So it, it it feels really good to be asked, and, you know, telling your story. Yeah, it gives you, I would say, it, it does what it uh, it motivates you. I would say we have come to the end of the podcast episode, and um, just for you to note something that I've never put out there is that I normally ask scientists to give me um, photos of themselves in an informal setting because I don't like too serious photos. And that's usually one of the endings of the podcast, just so you know. See you on the next episode when I have another guest for you.